Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow along with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach Shannon Curry. Well coach, you got that elusive sixth win of the season. Um, eclipsing uh, the record that you've had here over the last four years and um, kind of taking the next step forward. I know I know that it was a big win for you guys beating Southwest State at home. Uh, tell me a, a little bit about uh, last Saturday and the feeling after you won that football game. Well, definitely getting the win shows everybody outside the program the progress. Everybody kind of evaluates programs by their wins and losses and Having six win in the winning season is something that you know people outside need to maybe validate our progress. You know, inside the program, it's been easy to see the changes in the culture and the way we do business. Uh, but certainly, is good to get the wins that go along with that change. Um, you know, the game was a solid game. We played great defense. We start with our defensive line, and you get a chance to talk to two of the younger uh, defensive linemen that are are uh, growing their role in our program. Um, but we had ten defensive linemen have winning performances. Uh, we had a key statistic with the average starting field position was 21 yards better than Southwest State. Uh, we won the turnover battle, plus two on the turnover battle. We had a, a first defensive score at the pick six, uh, and we had a, a fake punt conversion, which was which was great. Um, and we had over 200 yards rushing, so I think those were key statistics to the win. You converted on a fake punt. Conversely, you had one go awry the week before at Augustana, so it must have must have felt good to get that thing get it done this time around. It was on the punter, honestly. He he has a on a on our punting when he's rolling out, kind of a rugby style punting. He has the opportunity if, to see it. You know, if he sees it, he can make it uh, to go ahead and take it. And you know, so it was a football play by him, not not a great decision on a staff by any means. Uh, so he saw you could get the first down and went with it, and it was a key play in the game. It led to a touchdown for us to. You know, produce the deficit. Um, I think it was tw- made it twenty-four uh, to seven, maybe at the time, and so it was, it was a big play at the time. Do you try to set that up by showing the fact that he does the rugby-style punt before you actually pull something like that off? Yeah, we just want to be really versatile with our punt protection because if you just have the same thing, other teams can really lock in on what you're doing, and they can find ways to to attack the weakness. So we try to vary our protection and movements and formations. And by by faking punts once in a while, you you get them to settle down. They won't be as uh, eager to to bring the juice against the punt. You know, the last thing you want to do is get a punt blocked. Um, and also, he's very good at punting on the run uh, and a protection. That the way we protect with our uh, rugby style punt is also very good. We block down and bring a guy around, so it's it's a it's a solid scheme um, and it's a change up. So it's. You have to have the punter can do that, and he's very good at it. And then with that, if, if there's a, a chance to get a first down with the running the ball, obviously we can do that too like he did. Uh, a couple of things that happened for you that uh, made a big difference. First of all, 221 yards on the ground. That's huge. Yeah, it was it was a great day. Uh, we knew we could run up front. We put 7-0 alignment in there in, in some of our formations, and you know we didn't have uh, all kinds of scores that day. But uh, more importantly, we controlled the ball. Uh, we ran the ball, you know, Adam pretty well with our inside zone. Uh, Shaq Johnson had a great game. Uh, I think all three running backs had 17-yard explosive plays, 17 yards or more in the running game. And then, uh, you know, we, we didn't have to pass much. 
and uh, that's that's kind of how we like to win is just by by running the ball well. We had a couple penalties that stopped some key drives. That otherwise, I think there could have been more points. Uh, but we had moved the ball successfully for the for the day too. And when you get a pick six from Preston Piltoff, it goes ninety two yards. Boy, those are game changers. It really was. You know, our play our team has really improved in the discipline aspect. We have a lot less penalties this year. We went from towards the bottom of the league to I think we're second right now. Um, and what happened in that particular series? Their receiver uh, was going to go in to score, but he he started taunting at the three yard line, so that that calls a touchdown back. And then two plays later is when we got the pick six. So it was a big turnaround in points at the time. Uh, but Piltoff's been a solid corner for us all year long, and it was great to see him. He had two picks in the game and one with the pick six. And, um, you know, we think he's a fabulous corner and real, real excited about the, the game he had. I hear Chris Garrett's a pretty good player. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, not, he's not too bad. Not too yeah, bad. Yeah. Huh? Uh, three more sacks, three more tackles for losses, a strip sack among them. Uh, boy, you you can't have too many Chris Garretts on your team, can you? He's unbelievable. I mean, he's uh, the great leader. These young guys will tell tell you about the leadership he provides. Uh, you know what I noticed last week is he doesn't put any stickers on his helmet. We we provide stickers, kind of like Ohio State does, kind of the same uh, the same sort of program. Um, and one day I noticed he didn't have any stickers on his helmet. But that's just the type of kid he is. He doesn't want to draw any attention to himself. But yeah, he's leading the country in sacks, leading the country in forced uh, fumbles. He's got the career record of all players at all divisions in forced fumbles. Um, I mean, he's set the sack record here at Concordia. And uh, with, with some great strength conditioning here this offseason, I think he's a sure bet to get in the NFL. Let me read you some of these numbers. And I know you're familiar with it, but for our listening audience, he is now 13th all-time in Division II history for sacks. That's pretty incredible. And he's only 10 sacks away from the, from become, moving all the way up to second place in Division II history. Those are some unbelievable numbers. They're, they're outstanding. He's just very explosive and um, very dynamic. and just. But, again, what, what's best about him is the type of person he is that's even beyond the player he is. And I think um, his character and his unselfishness really actually helps him, helps him become a better player. And we can't say enough good things about him. And you've got him for one more year. Yeah, we're excited to have him for a senior season. Absolutely. <laughs> Better make sure he shows up next year and he's not in an NFL uniform. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good football player. Okay. Um, outstanding performance other than Chris Garrett on defense. Were there, was there anybody specific that you uh, you pinpointed and said, you know what, this was a, a, maybe his best performance of the year? Yeah, I think these young, young D linemen, that's the reason why they were invited to the show today. You know, um, Mark O'Reilly has been a – um, an ongoing performance every week. He's getting better and better. Um, he's playing more and more as the time has gone on. He redshirt freshman defensive end backs up Jackson Dobbs. I think Jackson Dobbs has also improved his performance as the year has gone on. Uh, Keegan Larson sitting right here. He's he's also a guy that had his first sack in the game and getting more play time. Uh, he's 20 pounds away from being a dominant defensive lineman in the league. Um, you know, I think having 10 D linemen play like they did is f- fantastic i think piltoff you know he was our defense part of the game uh even though the nsic chose chris garrett uh, another valid cho- choice we we had uh preston piltoff be our uh, team defense part of the game um you know so i think those those performances are great you know rich kelly in the offense line ethan Ani, two senior offense linemen had very strong games and then i also thought shaq johnson had a a, a tremendous game too so i think and then our, our punter kicker he had 
another nice kick and punted well and converted the other. Uh, so I feel like he was also a real solid performance this past week. And Max Hutton played on a bad wheel and, and was able to orchestrate the offense. Yeah, Max and Hutton is another kid that just does everything right. You know, he was in a train treatment center and training room for four to five hours a day last week to get his ankle healthy. Uh, he was 10 for 14. I think that's phenomenal. You know, I was looking at he only has seven interceptions on the year, and four of those were, were pit, uh, bounced off our receivers' hands, um, deflected passes. So I think he's had a tremendous year. Uh, he's really um, he fielded a lot of poor snaps on Saturday. We had some high snaps that he fielded correctly in all of them, and uh, he just you know runs our offense well. And I think he's had a great senior season. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we will talk to a couple of your players, and then we'll have you back a little bit later on. Sounds good. All right, he is head coach Shannon Courier of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. We'll be back with more after this timeout. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches show. You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And you are listening to The Coach's Show, Concordia St. Paul head coach, Shannon Courier, and myself. And we are joined now by a couple of his players, Mark O'Reilly and Keegan Larson, both freshmen, or I should say redshirt freshmen, uh, defensive linemen for the Golden Bears this year. Uh, Mark, we'll start with you. Uh, and, and neither, boy, both of you are from well, not neighboring states in Illinois in your case, but um, both of you from outside of Minnesota. So let's start with you, Mark. What drew you to come to uh, Concordia of St. Paul? Well, it started when I first came on my visit, and I was just intrigued by the culture that the players showed me. And Coach Curry talked about a lot of good things that this program was doing. Um, you know, they didn't have the best record when I was first recruited here, but I could see that there was they had a lot of chances for improvement. Um uh, I could see that they had a great D-line culture, uh, which was one of the things that drew me here. I saw Chris Garrett started as a true freshman um, the year I was being recruited here, and he he played great. So that was one of the things that drew me here. I saw that they could uh, improve me as a player, and they could help me learn and develop. So those were probably the biggest things that drew me here. Same question for you, King. What drew you here from Iowa, from Waterloo, Iowa? Um, I think the biggest thing that drew me here was definitely all the players. Um, when I came up on my visit, they just made you feel like you were at home. Um, didn't really do anything that was bad in a way. But also the cities was a big deal. Uh, being from Iowa, we don't have a city nearly as big as St. Paul or You don't have cities in Iowa? <laughs> no, not uh, a few, but not many. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the cities was definitely a big thing. And they always talked about getting jobs after. And I feel like they followed through on that with helping people get jobs, and that's another thing that really draw me in uh and since we're going down that path what are you studying here at concordia i am a sport management major right what now. do you want to do with that um i'm looking at working in parks and rec right now or 
a local high school just to start off something small. But I really don't know, honestly, where I want to go, but I'm just going to take the opportunities that come my way and see what opens up. And, Mark, what about you? Uh, I'm studying financial management and uh, business management, so what I want to do with that would be um, to get in some type of firm or uh, some type of management position uh, that involves finance, and I might try and get a minor in marketing as well. Well, you're out, you're from outside of Chicago, so yes, sir. The, this city, of course, is small to you. <laughs> the Twin Cities are. Yes, sir. But um, is that was was it a factor for you though that the the school was in the Twin Cities? Yes, um, like Keegan said, uh, there's a lot of opportunities when you're around cities. Um, not a lot of schools around here, especially Division two programs, are in cities as St. Paul or Minneapolis. Yeah, there's the only one. You, know, you guys exactly. are the only D two program right here. Yes, sir. So I mean. Being here, you know, I can see that there's, you know, power, not power five, uh, you know, there's big companies all around. Sure. Uh, like a lot of opportunities, and, you know, it's something you can't pass up on. And I can see a lot of the kids who are here right now getting job opportunities and they haven't even finished their senior year yet. So, I mean, that's it's eye-opening and it's definitely beneficial. Yeah. Um, you mentioned one of the reasons you came here when you saw what Chris Garrett was doing um, as a redshirt freshman and getting the opportunity to play and excelling, obviously. Uh, now you've got to play alongside him the last season and practice with him at least uh, in your freshman year. Um, what's the number one thing you pull from watching a guy like that or working for, working with him? Man, I mean, his intensity and his work ethic, it's unmatched. He uh, He's taught me a lot, and I'm sure Keegan could agree with me and He's a great leader. He's unmatched with his, uh, you know, he's a he's a one of a kind talent. You know, he, you don't find many people like him. And you know, he's been able to almost like be like a big brother here for me. You know, teach me some things I didn't learn. I didn't have a lot of experience playing D line in high school, so I mean, he helped me out a lot. Um, he's helped me transition from my red shirt year into actually playing. So, and he's been a great help, and it's been life-changing. Almost Jackson Dobbs has been the same way for me, too, because he is actually on the strong side with me. So, I mean, he's been a great help, too. Uh, you mentioned that you didn't uh, get this kind of training when you were in high school as a defensive lineman. What positions did you play in high school? Um, I started off – I played linebacker my whole life. Uh, I played middle linebacker and outside linebacker. Any offense? I played tight end my junior year of high school. So I didn't play uh, – I didn't start as a defensive lineman until my senior year of high school. So, I mean, uh, you know, it's lack of experience. That redshirt year helped me a lot. Coach Lawyer from Coach Grigsby did a great job of coaching me up and teaching me the techniques I need. Do you like being on the other side of the ball, um, catching some passes once in a while as a tight end? Or did you no. guys only run the ball? No, we, we threw the ball. We ran the ball. We, we had a great offense in high school, but there's nothing better than defense. Oh, that's the correct answer. I'm sure Coach Courier will uh, be happy to hear that. Uh, Keegan, same question for you. What positions did you play in high school? Um, in high school, I my whole time I played defensive line. Um, there was two games my senior year, though. I played fullback. So it was a little different, but it was exciting. <laughs> did you get Did you get the ball? No, no ball. Uh, just, just a block. Uh, just a block. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we see you see some of that in the NFL now too. You'll see uh, you'll see them pull a tight end or or an O lineman, and occasionally like a refrigerator Perry type. They'll stick yeah. in the backfield. Well, of course. Mark, you know all about Refrigerator Perry before your time, but I'm sure you've heard much about him. Yes, sir. Yeah, for sure. Um, guys, what, uh, Keegan, I'll, I'll start with you on this question. Um, what have you? What do you like about 
the culture of Concordia and Golden Bear football that you've seen maybe actually even maybe from last year into this year. You know, as a freshman, you're kind of wide-eyed at just about everything. You're, you're learning on the job. But this year you might have a little bit more of perspective that now you can kind of understand all these things. What do you like the most about what you see? Um, the thing I like most is that we're on the rise. Just from last year to this year, there's night and day difference in the culture here. Um, I feel like a big part of that has to do with the coaching staff and everything they have us do. Uh, in the summer this Past year, they had us read the book uh, Chop Wood, Carry Water, and I feel like that helped us understand what they were trying to get us to do and bring us together. But we are definitely on the rise, and the culture here is very good at the moment. What's that book? You Fill me in. Um, it's basically about a samurai. Uh, is it a long book? I mean, No, real short read. Like a kid's book? Not a kid's book. I'd say... <laughs> short novel. Yeah, short novel. Okay. Um, it's about a samurai and how he wanted to be the best. And he couldn't be the best until he did his daily chores every day, which was chopping the wood and carrying the water. And I guess the coaches want us to realize that we have to put in the work every day to be great, and it doesn't just happen in one day. Mark, your observations. What, uh, what have you seen that you really like about the culture here and just in general the Concordia St. Paul program? Well, I could say with the culture um, – it starts with Camp Ripley um, when we take our visit there, and that's usually where we weed out people who, you know, f- college football might not be for them. Um, and it, it brings the team closer together, you know, being somewhere where it's, you know, conditions are different. You know, you're living in a barrack, a military barrack. Um, it, it helps bring the team together, and it helps, like, strengthen us as a program. Um, you know, not a lot of teams around here do that. Uh, I know for one thing, it brought the defense closer together because it, you know, it teaches you to do certain things differently. You know, you gotta learn to play with the like the newcomers, the freshmen. Uh, I know my freshman year was a big thing for me. Uh, it helped me learn the schemes differently because you know it's football twenty four seven at that point. There's nothing else you could do. You know, you can't just go hang out with your friends around here. You know, you're with your teammates all day every day. So that was probably the biggest thing for culture. And I just feel like that, like Keegan said, we're on the rise. We're we're doing better every year, and you know next year is going to be a way different year. We're going to be a lot better, I think. Well, and since you mentioned next year, um, uh, we were talking to Coach Courier. You guys are losing a lot of seniors off that defensive line, so you guys are in, like they say in the NFL, next man up. You guys are you guys are next up. Are you excited about the prospect of that? Yes, sir. Um, you know, we are losing a couple of guys, like key pivotal players. I mean, they taught us a lot. They taught me and Keegan a lot of good things. I mean, they were here when we got here, obviously. Uh, they basically showed us what's right and what's wrong. Coach Lurf does a great job, though, at developing red shirts and helping people, uh, you know, learn what they didn't know before. He teaches us all these new techniques, Um so I think even though we are losing a lot of key players, I think more people will step up, as you referred to, the next man up. Uh, we have a lot of young talent. Some We brought in, I think, five, five new freshmen. So they're all big guys, a lot to learn. But you know they're going to be great players next year, I think, as well. All right. Well, guys, I uh, appreciate you guys coming and spending some time with us. I know you got to run off to class, take care of that. But uh, good luck uh, Saturday, and uh, we'll talk to you again next season. Thank you for having us. All right. They are Mark O'Reilly 
and Keegan Larson of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul back with Coach Courier for our final segment after this timeout. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And welcome back to the Coaches Show. Wally Langfellow along with Shannon Courier. Final segment, Coach. Um, The weather was not a factor as it turned out last Saturday. Could be this Saturday as we do the show here in the middle of the week. Uh, You see the snow flying and there is snow out on the field. Um, Do you practice in the snow during the week, what uh, what's your mo during the week to get your team ready? We absolutely practice outside. It was cold last week. We practiced at five o'clock in the evening, so the sun's down. And you know, even though the game day was forty, it seemed like a heat wave on Saturday. Honestly, it was beautiful. Um, but during the week, it was a cold week. We were expecting it to be colder. You know, we talked to our players just about the mindset. You know, some people may have heard a story about the Alaskan pipeline, and at that time. Um, they had to hire folks from Texas to come to Alaska to work on a pipeline in cold weather conditions. And the, the Texans, they couldn't work as long, you know, on the pipeline because they were focused on the, the cold and not the job like the Alaskans were doing. So we, we talk about, you know, just thinking like an Eskimo and not like a Texan and focus on the job at hand. So we, you know, we, we preach all that, but, you know, we didn't have to worry about that so much. I don't think the, the cold weather on Saturday was a factor. Last week, you know, it seemed like Southwest State was, was handling it well. You know, I've been impressed just with our enthusiasm we've had here this, at the end of the season. A lot of guys on the sidelines doing a great job keeping focused and engaged in the game. And, and you can sense sometimes in pregame, you know, which team may want it more than the other. And I just think um, we've demonstrated some very good enthusiasm and relentless play in the last couple of games. And we need to take it into this Saturday against Winona State, another quality opponent. How do you do that with guys that aren't playing? Keep them focused at this time of year because – it's cold. It's been a long season. Um, you're not going to the postseason, but I know everybody in the room wants to win this last football game. How do you keep the guys engaged that are not going to be playing on Saturday? I think a lot of that falls on the players themselves. You know, when the players have the bond that, that we're trying to build, then they, they do it for one another. You know, it's not because a coach says anything. It's just more about the senior leadership and the leadership of the team. And, and really, as that as that brotherhood grows, then there's an obligation to come out and play for your, your teammates. Uh, that is a tough challenge to help kids that don't have the glorifying roles, you know, in football, it's a grind, you know, they still have to practice and do all the things that the guy on Saturday gets to do on the game field. Um, you know, the expectations of every player is the same. Um, you know, it's just a matter of trying to make people feel valuable. We recognize, you know, leaders of the week and, we have a variety of uh, awards we give every every week, um, Scout Player of the Week, Offense, Defense, Special Teams, and, and just try to make sure that they understand how important everybody is to the, you know, to the win. And guys on the sidelines, 
you know, they, they really impact the game when they're enthusiastic and they're engaged. That really does a lot for the guys playing. You know, so we just try to talk about it a lot because it is very important. And it's it's hard for a player with a poor role to to feel engaged or valuable sometimes. And but it takes it takes everybody. And hopefully, you know, people just look at their future like, hey, my time's coming, and they're working hard. You know, so when they do get their t- their time and their chance, then they're ready to go. The other end of that, at the end of the season now, um, everybody knows this is the last game, last opportunity for seniors, and so on and so forth. Um, I asked P.J. Fleck um, earlier this week, I asked him about how he came up with the concept or where he first came up with the concept of 1-0 championship week versus, well, Penn State last week, Iowa for them this week. Um, Where did you come up with it? I've heard you talk about that same type of thinking uh, within your program. I think just from being around, you know, being in the business and reading and listening to other coaches, you know, I like to listen to P.J. Fleck and – Coach Frost and uh, um, Nick Saban, uh, Scott, um, I already mentioned Scott Frost, but, uh, you know, Pete Carroll, I like to listen to their interviews, you know, throughout the week just because you gain, you know, some insight on how great coaches build their program. I think that's one thing they've done real well at the University of Minnesota, just that focus on the want to know. We need to do better of it, but that's what football is about. You know, the last game never impacts the next game. Every game has its own personality, and somehow – we have to try to strive for improvement each week, and that's really – we can control that. We can't control any outcome, but we can certainly get better every week and we can improve our preparation process. And, and you know, it's just a real strong focus on improving from day to day or, you know, improving from season to season like we've done. And I think if you just focus on improving and getting better every day, then, you know, that, that'll that'll become your uh, – you, you know, the outcome will be a better play. But um, because it's a week-to-week situation, you have to eliminate last week – and it's real hard to do. It's hard to put those emotions aside if they're bad or good and just now get focused on the next opponent. But that's what the best teams do, and, and, and we're trying to do the same thing. Well, next opponent for you um, on Saturday, of course, is Winona State. Uh, this is a good football team. They've, they've won more than their share of football games this year. Um, one of the better teams in the South Division. Uh, let's go on their offense first. Uh, what can we expect to see from Winona on Saturday? They have a really physical running back. You know, there's a solid team. They have a good scheme. Um, they, they do some, like a Statue of Liberty, they've been running for years, for 20 years, and they do it really well. So they do what they do very well. Um, they have confidence in it, and I think they run the football well. That's where it starts. They have a physical running back, a solid offensive lineman. Um, you know, the receiver is good. Their quarterback's been steady, and they just, you know, they've been productive, and I think they've improved as the years gone on. They've been scoring more points in recent times. You know, so I think it's just a solid team. You know, defensively, they're stout. They have a couple of key guys, some some guys that are going to be some of the best in the league. Uh, number seven, uh, Nick Pridgen, he's a linebacker that was the defensive new. Um, he was the defense, I should say, preseason defensive player of the year last year. And then he got hurt, and then they have a corner Isaiah Hall that's phenomenal. A couple other key de- uh, defensive linemen that are stout. So I think they just have a solid team, and then on top of that, their special teams are probably the best in the league. Mm. I like to think that we're you know we're making our way to the top of the special team units um, across the conference, but they're they've been really solid. They're the number one kickoff return team in the league, and we're the number one kickoff cover team in the league. So we have a, kind of a good matchup on Saturday. But um, just a solid team. It's a team I would say is our biggest rival, just because of the the past. You know, when we first entered Division Two back in 1999, they were the team to beat. They had won a lot of conference championships and. In my first stint, you know, we had every year trying to, to catch them, and finally when we beat them, we had then beat them for a few years. And I think just that, 
you know, from that time on, Winona became a team we really wanted to, to beat. And I, I know the seniors, if there was one team that, that they want to beat, it'd be Winona State. Well, you see them every year, obviously, uh, playing in the same division. And uh, your records are very close. You guys are within one game of each other. Um, and if the fact that they run the football, that's going to help them if the weather conditions are adverse Saturday. Absolutely. We both, you know, it's it's any any level you have to run the football to win and stop the stop the run to win and and hopefully we can just do that a little bit better all right um final thoughts on uh this saturday's game and what you're going to be preaching to your players uh heading into saturday what's well, senior day so we'll talk a lot about that and just giving everything we possibly can for that group of guys that you know they're, they're the group that the group's been instrumental in our change and our growth here um, and, and we want to do everything we can to give them a great experience in our last home game. And we have an opportunity to get seven wins and uh, keep improving. And I think our best performance is still out there for us. So we're, we're chasing that best performance from a team-wide standpoint. You know, we want to end the season and go into the offseason with this momentum, with a win. Um, you know, just, just trying to get better again. That's been our focus. And uh, taking care of our own self, improving our preparation. And hopefully that provides us uh, the best opportunity for success on Saturday. Coach, good luck against Winona State, and uh, we'll talk to you again during Prep Bowl with our season wrap-up. That sounds great. Thank you for being here. All right. He is Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. I'm Wally Langfellow. Thanks for joining us. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coach's Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.